Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are going to dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. You are tuning in with me, your host, Anastasia Burtnick. So first off, very exciting news in another two episodes. So we're on 50 right now. And in two more episodes, it will officially be my one year anniversary of podcasting. How exciting is that? Oh my gosh. You guys have listened to me for so many hours (laughs) and I so appreciate it. Oh, it feels so good. I, you know, I knew I would get here But I also had a lot of fear around um, even starting my podcast or being able to continue it, being able to be consistent. And it's just been a beautiful journey. I have loved being here with all of you. And yeah, it's just so exciting. Also, um, for my one-year podcast-diversary, I am going to be doing some kind of contest or giveaway or celebration. So make sure to tune into my Instagram and Facebook to keep updated with all of that. And if there is something that you would love to be able to win, whether it's a Theta healing session, like a crystal pack, a gift card, books, something, let me know. Send me a message on Instagram or Facebook, and I will absolutely cherish any ideas you send to me because I want this giveaway and contest and celebration to be fun for me and fun for you. So reach out, send me a message, and let me know what you might like to win. Okay, so... Oh, I'll be honest, I have tried to record today's podcast episode like five times, and it's just one of those days where mm, my mouth just doesn't want to do the talking. So <laughs> it's all good, though. Um, just that's a fun, like, side note for you guys. Ah, you're, you're not seeing perfection, and I'm glad that you're not seeing perfection. I like being real with you. I like sitting here with you and having it feel like a conversation. So sometimes I'm a little bit crazy and kooky and other times I'm fired up and other times I'm super zen. So we'll see what we get for today. So for today's episode, I was actually going to go in a different direction originally, but this is where I'm feeling called to go. And I want to talk about relationships and spiritual growth within relationships and also the role of the feminine and masculine in awakening. So this is something that I've heard a lot from a lot of people where, especially women, where they are on a spiritual journey, they're doing growth work, and they are tired 
of having men not do the work or men that aren't as woke as them. They want, a lot of women are wanting a man to just already be at a good level and even maybe more spiritually developed them than that more spiritually developed than them. And there's nothing wrong with that. But a lot of the messages I'm seeing is, is around like, don't even talk to me if you're not at this level. Or if you're not believing in this, this, and this, like don't waste my time. And in some ways, like that's, that's totally fine. But in other ways, we're really doing a disservice to potential partners. So when we are in our feminine, and most women, just by, by nature, are core feminine. When we are in our feminine radiance, when we are in our feminine power, we help awaken the masculine energy. That is actually a, an integral part of the role of the feminine energy. So the masculine energy, and most men are typically core masculine, but it doesn't have to be that way. It's not gender related. But the masculine energy is consciousness. It is structure. It is boundaries. It is a container. It is nothingness. There is no growth specifically in the masculine itself. So in order for the masculine to be able to deepen in consciousness, to be able to awaken, to be able to step even more into that archetype of being a peaceful warrior, of being able to be a guide and a leader, they need the feminine energy. Because what will happen is if, they're not getting that beautiful divine feminine energy. They're either not going to grow at all, or they're going to remain in a wounded space where there will be rigidity and control and lashing out and destructive behaviors. And then that's also where you get into men having addictions and playing video games and using porn and all of these things. And everything I just said is not bad if it's in moderation, but it's when we get into the extremes. So the role of the feminine is to awaken the masculine. The feminine is in charge of communication, of emotions and feelings. And the masculine cannot grow and deepen in consciousness if we are not providing them with our radiance. So here's where it gets tricky. There are a lot of, there's, there's going to be men who are going to be drawn to the feminine, drawn to your feminine radiance. And 
they're going to be in a wounded stage or a first stage and, and they're just going to want you to have you. Those men typically are not going to be well suited to someone who is growing because there's going to be a dissonance between you and them. But where you want to still be open is when they are open to growing and they're craving that radiance in a way that is going to expand them. So obviously, if some guy is like coming up and he just wants to, he's like sending you dick pics, like, no, that, that, that dude's like not, not even like in the position where he has the potential to be woke yet. Which is, is just not a thing. But if someone is in a place where you can feel their openness, but they're just not quite where you want them to be, that's a place where you have the opportunity to help them grow and deepen in consciousness. Now, this does not mean that you have to be in a relationship with them. It just means that you have to allow your feminine radiance to be seen, to in fact radiate into the world. You don't have to hold everyone's hand and, and, and awaken in a purposeful fashion, every single person that cro- crosses your path. But the more that you can allow your feminine radiance to shine in this world, to touch the hearts of others, the more you will, in fact, on an energetic level, awaken everybody that you come into contact with. Now, something that comes up a lot as well is when you're in relationship. And maybe you get into a relationship and you get, you both are kind of at the same level or similar levels. And then one of you starts growing more. And this happened even within my own relationship. So for example, when Jordan and I first got together, I was not on a spiritual journey whatsoever at all. I had never even read or picked up a personal development book. So we were very much on the exact same level. Now, what happened is over time, because of my injury and things that occurred in my life, I started growing. I started reading, reading personal development books. Then I had my dark night of the soul and I had a spiritual awakening. And I've had many dark nights of the soul since then, and even more deepening and and awakening. Now, what happened is I started growing at an accelerated rate, and Jordan wasn't. And it got to the point where I knew that I was either going to fully outgrow him and we would separate, or I was going to continue growing And he would then start growing himself. And this is, this is often what happens in relationships. There's always going to be one person in the relationship leading the growth, leading the spiritual, the the spirituality in the relationship. 
And for me, in my relationship and in many, it typically is the woman or, or whoever is in their feminine who is going to be the one to awaken the other. You're going to be stepping into more of a, a leadership role by example because you are going to be healing yourself. You're going to be deepening your own consciousness. So it's you're going to be playing in your masculine and feminine, but truly it's your feminine that is radiating and awakening the other person in the relationship. And this is a beautiful thing. And, and partners will often switch places as well. So at this point, it has not happened in my relationship where Jordan has started growing more than me, where I've taken a bit of a backseat, but it absolutely can happen. And it's happened in people's relationships that I, that I know personally, where they've flipped and then they flipped again. And it's just a beautiful dance. But the point is, is that we have to be open. We have to be open to allowing the other person, the space to grow. And we have to be able to stay open and keep our heart open as we grow, even if they are not growing yet. And there will be times when you will grow apart. You know, I always say you're either going to grow together or you're going to grow apart. But whoever is doing the leading in the relationship of that growth, you need to be able to keep your heart open. Because if you start closing off, one, you're hindering your own growth. And two, if you close off and start holding on to anger and resentments and judgments because they're not growing at the same rate or in the way that you expect them to, you're going to actually close off their growth ability. You're going to close off the flow of this beautiful feminine love and radiance that they need in order to actually accelerate their own growth and healing. Remember the feminine is life. It is, it is all of life. It is experiences. It is life force. It is emotions and feelings and love and just everything that fills up what life is. And when you take that away, when you close off, when you put up walls around that, you're withholding all of that beauty from the people you love and from yourself because you're not being true. So you need to make sure that you are allowing yourself to be open. Now, in relationship, you may not find a partner that is exactly the same as you. You know, I am very deep into spirituality. I am very deep into, I mean, mediumship and energy healing and all of these things that are considered very woo-woo, out there, new age. 
And even, even the fact that I talk about masculine and feminine and shadow work, it's that that's my path. And these are things that I feel really called to. Now, Jordan is not on the identical path that I am. And that's okay. He doesn't need to be. And this is the thing is that when you are growing in relationship, your partner does not need to be identical to you. Yes, you need to be on the same page with things. So Jordan and I have very similar beliefs in, I'd say 99% of things. But he does not grow in the way that I do. He does not study the same things that I do. And I am not trying to force him to do so. I am letting him explore his healing and his path and his growth in the way that feels good for him. And as long as we remain on the same page with what we believe at our core, with our our values, the direction that we are going, that is what matters. Because he doesn't need to fully understand what mediumship is. I mean, we joke about ghosts in the house. And although he doesn't fully get it, it's, it's still fun. And we still get to talk about things. I talk to him about masculine and feminine. Most of the time he doesn't get, get it. And he just makes jokes and um, we laugh about things. But he's still open to hearing about it. And, you know, it's... What's amazing is that the more you allow yourself to be open and just to talk about some of the things that you've been experiencing without forcing it on someone, they'll actually pick up quite a lot. So a good example of this, now he hates it when I use sage in the house or do any type of cleansing like that because he, he always calls it my, my stink. He also calls my essential oils my stinks. Um, But I've talked to him enough about things that there was a time I had had a nightmare. And it was actually, it was more than a nightmare. It was like an entity visitation. Super, oh, super messed up and scary. And anyway, I woke up and I was, I was really panicked and I had to, do a lot of like tried to call my angels in and Christ consciousness and my spirit team and did a whole bunch of clearing and cleansing. And um, this was the middle of the night. And he said to me, and he's never like Jordan had never said anything like this before. He said, why don't you go grab your, your smelly stick and cleanse the room. I feel like you need it. That simple thing like was so kind and consider it. And the, and the fact that I will tell him things, but I, sometimes I feel like he doesn't listen, but it actually shows that he does. And it shows that he's supportive in a way that feels good for him and ends up feeling good for me. So I, I don't know. I don't know what level Jordan's going to get to. Maybe one day he's going to pick up a spiritual book and he's going to be even more 
obsessed with everything spirituality than I am. Maybe he'll go on like an eight day sojourn in the middle of the desert just to be with his own masculine energy, which kind of sounds amazing to me, by the way. But I don't know. I don't know what level he's going to get to, but I just know that he's on this journey with me. And I know that the more that I grow, the more that I awaken, the more he will in turn grow and awaken. But I can't withhold it from him. I have to share it with him. And I have to share it in a way that isn't pressuring him into it. So I don't sit down and make him read books with me. I don't make him watch documentaries. Though sometimes I always ask, I always say like, hey, you know what? I'm watching this. Would you like to watch it with me? I think you'd be interested. Sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. But I always make sure to share. You know, anytime I have client appointments or I do a training or anything, I'll go and I'll share little bits with him. I'll say, hey, you know what? Like I was clearing some, I was, I was with a client in the Theta Healing today and I was clearing some past life beliefs that was really holding them back. It was affecting how they showed up in their relationships and work today. And it was really affecting their self-worth. It was really cool to see that it was actually their past life that was causing the issues today. And so I'll share little things like that. I'll share passages from books like, hey, I read this today. This is what it meant to me. Or I'll say things around like sometimes, so we make fun of each other all the time. That's just how we, how we interact. And one of the things that is super funny, at least to me, because I know this works so well, is when Jordan is in his masculine, he doesn't like to be disturbed, which is a very masculine energy trait. I'm the same way. But typically... Like when he's in his masculine, I'm in my feminine because there's always that polarity. And when he gets home from work, he'll be in his masculine and he'll just want to sit and be quiet and do nothing. Or he'll like to just decompress while watching like a, a video or something on his phone. And I will start talking to him. And he'll have to take out his headphone and he'll listen to me talk. And when I'm talking like this, my, my brain just goes from different things. So I'm, I'm clearly in my feminine and I'll, I'll stop talking for a few seconds and then I'll say something different. And he has learned to like, he started counting to 15 seconds. And if I don't speak after 15 seconds, then he'll put his headphone back in. Except now the time's kind of extending a little bit, which is really funny, but that's the feminine. Like the feminine is like, all over the place. It's filling up. It's life. So I'm in those moments, I'm just letting myself flow in conversation and talking to him. And all he wants to do is watch his video. And we joke around with these things. And I tell him like, he's like doing the like masculine traits in those moments and that I'm really my feminine. And then he'll joke. He's like, go make me a sandwich. I was like, and I'm just like, F you know, <laughs> but the point is, is that I'm teaching him about these things. And I explained like how that interaction is masculine and feminine. And he, I, I still don't know if he gets it, but he might one day. He might. And the more seeds that you can plant, the better it is. And the more connected you'll be. And the more you actually help each other grow. And you know, 
it's good too when you're not at the identical level, but you're still growing together. You still have similar belief systems and core values. It's good when you have that because when you, if you, if you were to not have that, your foundation would be weak and shaky. But when you have these core values and beliefs to come from, you're solid. And the other, you know, the other beautiful thing about being at these different points is that you can help ground each other. So for me, when I'm doing a lot of spiritual work, doing a lot of theta healings, I'm not even in this dimension. Like I'm in like fourth, fifth, ninth dimension, like depends on the work I'm doing, but I am not just on this earth plane. My physical body's here, but the rest of me is off traveling and doing all these other things. So I can get very kind of like, not loopy, but I mean, if you've done spiritual work and you're just kind of like lightheaded, you're not fully grounded in your body, I can, I can get like that. And it helps because he grounds me. He grounds me back into the third dimension, which we need. We need to be able to experience all dimensions. Otherwise, we're not going to be as effective at living life. We're going to be missing parts. So we need to be able to properly navigate all of that. So he grounds me, which is really good. And the other thing is that, and this is more of the masculine feminine play, but when I'm feeling very emotional about things or I have fears or, or anything like that coming up, he also has the ability to ground me because his, the more I have gone into my own feminine and masculine, especially my feminine, the more I've deepened into that, into my divine feminine, the more it has given him the space to grow in his divine masculine, whether he knows it or not. So his ability to hold space now, his ability to ground me, his ability to cherish me and take care of my needs has, oh, I don't know. I don't even know. It's probably like multiplied tenfold over the past, especially year, but definitely over the past two years. So he has grown so much, even though he's not specifically doing this work, but because I'm doing this work, it's allowed him the space to grow. And that in itself is beautiful. So when I am like spinning in fear or emotions, he has the ability to ground me. And, you know, a really good example of this, and we had this conversation just around masks the other day, is I was feeling a little bit, um, there's, there's a, we had a family member come over and they, they wore a mask in our house and I would, and they don't do it other places. So there's, I was just feeling like it was a little bit hypocritical, but um, I, there was some hurt feelings there. And I just said like, how, how was the interaction and stuff? And um, I noticed like they wore a mask the whole time. Cause I, I was, I was home, but I was in a different part of the house and they were helping fix something. So he said, Oh, it was fine. Like not a big deal. And I said, it's unfortunate that like he wore a mask the whole time. And, 
Jordan said, like, if somebody wants to wear a mask, let them wear a mask. Just like if somebody wants to do meth, let them do meth. Like, and it's such a simple statement, but I was like, it, it instantly grounded me. It instantly let me disengage from that trigger, from f- those feelings of not being loved or not being respected. It let me disengage from that. And when you have the ability to have somebody ground you and like take turns grounding each other, take turns awakening each other, take turns cherishing each other, letting each other be in their emotions. That is beautiful. And that is what you want to actually get to in relationship. But you can only do that if you are willing to not be identical, if you are willing to lead with your heart, with your radiance, with your own growth. And if you're willing to be open about what you are experiencing without forcing it on someone. And this takes practice. You're going to have learning curves, but you, you do need that willingness to be open. You don't have to settle for less than. You don't have to settle for someone who's going to harm you or who is mistreating you or who is just not aligned with you. You don't have to settle for that, but you just have to allow room for the other person that you are connecting with to in fact grow. So there's a very big difference between someone not being right for you or aligned for you and someone who's just not necessarily in the same place you are, but can grow with you. So you can, you'll have to feel into the energetic difference there, but there is a difference. And remember that if you are in a long-term relationship or you are looking for a new relationship, the people that are brought into your life, even if those relationships end, they were there for a reason. They were there to teach you, to expand you, to help you grow and step into your gifts even more. There is always a purpose behind it. And sometimes things are not meant to last. And that's okay. There is no shame in that. They are meant to be in your life for a reason. And when you can tune into the energy of those lessons and honor the people that have been in your life before, even if they have hurt you in the past, if you can honor what you learned, that will help you moving forward. And that will help you keep your heart open and be unattached to the outcome. Because ultimately, we don't know the outcome. You know, Jordan and I have been together for seven and a half years. We are supposed to get married next year. We might be together for the rest of our lives. 
We might be together for five years, another 10 years. I don't know. All that I know is that we are growing together. We are on the same trajectory. And at this point in time, I'm the one leading the awakening. I'm the one who is doing the most healing, who is growing spiritually on a deeper level right now. But I know that he's coming with me. And I also know that everything that we've been through over the past seven and a half years, because we had a lot of rough years, has taught me how to communicate better how to stay sovereign in myself, how to grow in the midst of feeling like I was alone. Because honestly, there were several years where Jordan and I were together and we, it felt like we were roommates. We weren't really connecting. The love was there, but it would just... There was a lot going on behind the scenes that was not good. We had a lot of debt because of everything that I went through. We had a lot of struggles. He was also struggling with alcohol addiction. And there were so many times when I basically felt like I wasn't in a relationship, like I was alone. And I had to hold out the trust that everything was going to work out in the highest and best way. Whether that meant that we would stay together and he would finally click on and start growing, or if it meant that I would continue to grow and we would grow apart, I wasn't holding on to any outcome. I just knew that I had to grow myself. And this is something Oh, this, this is something that so many of you struggle with is when you are in, especially when you're in relationship, doing all of this work on yourself can feel lonely and having your partner not fully understand what you're doing. It can be heartbreaking at times, but here's, here's the thing is You need to let go of your need for them to understand what you are doing, but rather you need to focus on, are they supportive of it? And there are going to be times when you might even be tested where they may not support it because they are in their own wounds. So they might have fear around you starting a business or investing in a coach or a training, they might have fear around that. So this is a time where you have to really stick to what your needs are, what your soul is calling you to do so that you can take the appropriate actions. This is a lesson for you to stay sovereign to yourself. Because in relationship, you need to be sovereign in yourself in order to be and have the most power in your relationship. And when I say have the most power, I don't mean it's a power struggle. I mean feeling empowered. 
you both should have power in your relationship. You both should feel sovereign in who you are and be able to come together and merge together and live together and experience together without losing yourself, without losing your identity. You are two souls coming together to have a beautiful experience, not to become one another or lose yourself. So the most challenging thing at times can be to stay sovereign, to stay true to the path that you are being called to. It is those times when you are being challenged the most, where you need to get really clear on the direction that you're going. You need to be really certain that you were listening to your soul. And it's where you have to have the most faith and trust in spirit, God's source universe. And in the outcome that will come to you as long as you follow your soul. You know, most hardships come from a time when we aren't listening to or following our soul. And blessings and manifestations and opportunities and beautiful experiences come when we are in alignment with our soul. Now, that doesn't mean that we won't have lessons to learn if we are acting in alignment with our soul, because sometimes we do need to have a harder lesson, but we handle it differently and we welcome it rather than push it away. So whether you are in a long-term relationship or starting a relationship, know that you can stay sovereign to yourself. Know that you can continue to grow and follow the path of your soul. And know that it is your radiance that will awaken your partner. And if you are on the opposite end and you find a partner who's helping you awaken, that is beautiful as well. There is always gonna be someone leading in the relationship. And as long as you have the same core values and belief systems, that is what matters. You don't have to be identical in everything you study. You don't have to be identical in your spirituality as long as you are on the same path, the same page. Trust that as you awaken, so will your partner. And if they don't, if you grow apart, accept and Love the lessons of that and honor the relationship even when you grow apart.
All right, guys, I'm going to leave it there for today. If you want to talk more about this, if you have questions, reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram. I love hearing from you. Also, don't forget to message me about the contest coming up and what you might like to win for my podcast anniversary uh, one-year celebration. And I will see you on the next episode. I love you so much. Thank you for all of your support, all of your beautiful ratings and reviews, and all of your feedback on the podcast. You are amazing. Have a beautiful, beautiful day, and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.